1: the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Aiden Hutchinson asked afterwards, do you trust Aaron Glenn? 248-539-9797. Dan Campbell asked many of the same questions. You'll hear what he had to say. Coming up a little bit later on, but let's get to the people as we go to Justin and Lavonia. Hi, Justin.
2: Hey, guys. Hey. Um, I just had a question for you regarding Aaron Glenn. Uh, And wanted to know if you guys noticed the same thing I did. Because, Doug, you're open about how smart he is and listening to him talk about football. I agree. I'm not calling for his job, but I'm wondering if you noticed his communication style or motivation style to his players seemed to be, like, he almost yelled a lot. I almost got that as, like, he was almost kind of one of, I don't say one of those guys, but his coaching style was more of, like, yelling to his players. And not so much where is i think there's a communication breakdown there
1: so what's interesting is uh, we are only given a little bit of insight right we don't get to see how he communicates with them all the time and and your point justin like me i love listening to the guy talk football but he's got to get his players to perform that has a, there's not a direct correlation between being interesting to listen to being super insightful and explaining what's going through his head and how he approach the game and what some of the keys are but the, but if the guys aren't yeah. going out and doing it, then you are. There might be a might be a communication issue, and it might be you just you just can't get them to perform. And I also wonder because the
2: offense. I mean, think about it. Everyone keeps talking about the defense doesn't have a lot of talent. The offense. I mean, the O line was good, but they didn't have a lot of talent yesterday either, and they put up forty five points. So now I'm wondering because Dan Campbell is so much into the offense is the offense just even more motivated than the defense because all the players love Dan Campbell and I don't want to get too into the psychology of players, but no, but, um, but it's I an interesting
3: guess, point to bring up because after the game yesterday, um, you know, that question was kind of brought up with him. Is he going to take ownership on the defensive side of the ball? And and how tough is that to do? Because he's an offensive guy because last year he took ownership in the offense. He was a tight end in the NFL work with tight ends in the NFL. That's kind of his forte. And he's like, well, you know, look, I'm not going to, Take things over here, but we're going to look at everything we can. It's it's a legitimate question to ask about what what what's going on there. Now, here's something that comes out of the game yesterday that maybe makes people feel better. With with all those deficiencies that you had going into the game offensively, because of the triumvirate players that were out, and then you lose Cephas early in the game. and There goes another weapon.
2: What did Cephas get hurt? Yeah, again. Yeah. Oh,
3: shut I know. Foot injury. Um, not not to return um all those injuries four four players basically out in in this game and they still made it happen. Didn't, didn't Jared me. Goff did what we asked Lions quarterbacks to do all the time you know you want to be considered and I don't think he's Elite don't get this wrong but he did what Elite quarterbacks do. he made everybody around him better yep. It starts with the offensive line giving him protection and that offensive line is banged up and yet they're doing the job they're getting it done. The running back room is banged up, and they're doing the job. They're getting it done. Wide receiver room is decimated. They're doing a job. They're getting it done, and Jared Goff is leading that crew. That's what you say about Aaron Rodgers. That's what we say about Tom Brady. doesn't matter what receivers you give them, they can make plays happen. Jared Goff did that yesterday.
1: Yep. Jared Goff has been – we talked about his ceiling, top half of the league. He's top 10 in the league right now, right now, and if he keeps it up – you know, and, and credit him, credit Ben Johnson, credit the guys on offense. The offense, again, is as advertised. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Brian's in Detroit, and he's on ninety seven on the ticket. Hello, Brian.
4: I'm not getting credit to none of that trash out there. I, the I got, wait. What, hold not, on. What did you say?
1: You're not what? I'm that,
4: not giving. They don't get their deserve no credit. Who? who's one in three. that the Lions. Period. Dan Campbell, Aaron Glenn is not the coach. The head coach is Dan Campbell. He's responsible for the defense. He's responsible for the whole overall program. Man, the GM and the coach is not good enough. Don't tell me what they don't have, fellas. They had a chance to go in a free agency and actually get something. All they did was brought back their own players who are not good enough. Now we're going to sit here and say, well, if they got to work with what they got. They're the one who put this crap together. This Man, nobody could have told me 20 games in, they got four wins. Man, I don't want to hear about foundation. I don't want to hear about the culture. They have none of that. They are a losing – Dan Campbell is a losing coach. He's not good at his job. Doug, you made a statement and said, if they go nine wins, we know you'll know they got something good. Right now, Dan Campbell's not a good coach. They can move on from him. And he's not gonna be a good coach. There's no proof of it. I hear all, all I hear out of you guys is. Nothing but positivity coming from Allen Park, but no results. They're one in three. Everybody ran around here last week thinking, "Oh, they go beat Seattle. This is a win," and they got smoked. You know, Brian. All we're you being positive. Brian
3: stops saying. All we're being positive about is the offense. That's it, because the defense is absolutely pathetic. The special teams have been a disappointment as well, but the defense is—it's like amazing polar opposites. You've got the offense, which is what top scoring offense in the National Football League. And you have the defense yeah, which Gator. is hang on and you have the defense which is the absolute worst in the NFL. So if I'm and you you're not going to give any credit even though it's an offense that's the best in the league. Can't you give a oh,
4: little bit of credit Gator. to the offense? Gator. Hey, this is what I don't want to be mean. Credit goes when you got wins in the column, Gator. All right. Well, that's that, I mean, that's all you're going to if that's all you're going to judge it no, no, that's fine and you can't do anything. No, no, but I mean
1: at the end of the day you say all you heard was how no, they were going to win no, the no, game? No, 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 not from me, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a bad feeling about this, and made that clear last week. But I, look, if you if you just want to look up at the end of the game and see the score and not judge what happened on the field, it makes ju- it pretty easy. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Well, it and is, I, but, there's, it, but there's things there are there are th- the reasons that lead to you losing are getting discussed. And what they're doing that could help win will get discussed. Because they do some things that would be good enough to win in the NFL if it weren't for their massive deficiencies. And nobody has said that Dan Campbell's not at all at fault or, or Brad Holmes is not at fault. There are so many layers to this onion, Brian, and we got four hours to discuss them, and we will get into Dan Campbell's deficiencies, and we will get into... Brad Holmes deficiencies. Oh, they're there. They're there. And they're they are they're on, absolutely there. They are but, talking points today, <laughs> but the onion gets peeled, amigo. It you know, takes a while.
3: They're not all. I mean, the positive that comes out of the game yesterday and the season through four games is that the offense looks good. Yep. It looks really good yep. and great. If so we now, get the
1: defense to just be bad.
3: <laughs> right, because they're abjectly bad. They're the worst in the league. If they could be 20th in the league, this might be a playoff team. But they're not. They're terrible. They're god awful. And and the only way you fix that is by adding more talent and finding the right, I guess, schemes and, and personnel and whatever to, to put them in. And it's just not. It's a mess right now.
1: Let's get to Champ and Chump. Champ and Chump on a weekend. My Champ of a weekend. I was. I wanted to go with Jack Fox <laughs> for the pass. I mean, he averaged he averaged forty nine yards a punt, but then the back shoulder throw to a covered receiver. He, th- yeah, go- I mean, I, I he threw. I mean, he threw
3: that pass before he broke. It was. It was, it was like a quarterback. It I, I want
1: to give it to him, but I'm going to give it to Ben Johnson, the Lions' offensive coordinator. I the deficiencies offensively, still getting the job done. They might have one there. Continue to build, but this offense, I'm. I'm impressed. <laughs> work on the defense, but Ben Johnson, my champ of the weekend.
3: Now, I'm going to Jared Goff and what he was able to accomplish with the team, and and, and Ben Johnson's a good. The, the offense as a whole is is really what it is. But Goff led it, 378 yards passing, four touchdowns. Yeah, he threw the pick six, but his quarterback rating for the game was 121.5, second best in the league for the week behind Geno Smith. But. <laughs> But the offense was really good, and it was because Jared Goff's at the helm, and everybody seems to calm down. He's got all the confidence in the world.
1: All right, chump nominations. I I know that where this is going to go. We sometimes try and come up with some other chumps to think about, and I have here. I'm going with Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky, who are the two anglers that were headed towards being the fishermen of the year before somebody sliced one of their fish open and found weights. Then they sliced them all open. They were stuffing their fish With weights. Oh, come on. And this is something we will discuss later in the week. We don't have time today. This (laughs) is one of the biggest cheating scandals in the history of sport, and we need to discuss it, but probably not today. All right, I'm
3: going to go for the low-hanging fruit. My chump's Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive quarter, who could not come up with an executable game plan to stop Geno Smith and the -the dink-and-the-dunk offense that eventually became a downfield passing and prolific rushing attack. Seattle piled up 550 yards in offense. To go with 41 points that they scored and they never punted.
1: 248 539 Phone calls and feedback to get your champ and chump votes in. You can also comment on Twitch, twitch.tv. And I'm looking at the stream and chat. Uh, Dog stole Greg wrote in champ U of M defensive line. I thought they needed to step up and they did chump Aaron Glenn. Uh, so if you want to get your champ and chump votes in that way, you can, but we will. Get to more of your phone calls and feedback coming up. It's Carson Anderson, 971.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.